0: This is an AMI podcast.
1: Welcome back. It's Now with Dave Brown on AMI TV. Artificial intelligence. I can say that properly, artificial intelligence, I struggle with the multisyllables is becoming more prominent in every industry and that includes the financial world. Robo-advisors have grown in popularity over the last decade. Robo-advisors use computer algorithms to manage investment portfolios and make investing decisions for you. Over $500 billion of assets are managed by robo-advisors. Ryan Chin has thoughts on AI in the world of finance. Ryan is a certified financial planner with Sun Life. Hey, good morning, Ryan. Good morning, Dave. Ryan, let's start here. Without maybe giving away uh, too much confidentiality, what are clients discussing with you when it comes to AI and robo-advisors? Uh, Dave,
2: I mean, this is a hot topic and actually started as a hot topic in the last uh, couple, three years. Uh, as you know, uh, you know COVID came in, and everyone were a little more shuttered in, and the, the people wanted to do a little more home gaming, as it were, uh, get a little more personally involved. They, uh, you know, they started to learn all about this uh, robo advice, and you know, is it more worthwhile? So obviously, I mean, we've got clients who reach out and say, you know, why, why do I need a person? When I can, you know, log in and do this all with a robot, and, and it is quite the conversation, I must say, because, you know, then we start to talk about personal uh, or or professional value
1: propositions go a little deeper in regards to like the personal ver- uh, the personal uh value propositions there yeah sure thing dave i mean um i think we're
2: gonna we're gonna flush out a little more of this as we as we move on through our questions but i mean when we think about having a a person sit across from you you can actually tell your your stories your personal stories you can talk about your personal family situation and and that Advisor, that personal advisor can actually synthesize what you're saying, and then come back with a personalized recommendation. Mm. When uh, on a robo uh, um, interface, you're 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 answering a couple of few questions, you're running through a, a, um, a, a software interface, and then it is it is invest it's going to make investments based on some prescriptive. Uh, criteria based on how you answer those questions
1: Mm. you're right there's maybe just that little bit of a nuance right that a couple of questions is different than a lot of questions well and no difference than an engagement right yeah yeah yeah, yeah.
2: exactly what we're doing here when you just said hey Ryan why don't you go a little deeper I was able to give you that. And, and that's the same thing when we're investing, when we're talking with someone about their money and they say, well, you know, I, I, I'm thinking about buying a house and I want to do it in three years. And you, if you just plug that into an algorithm on a computer, well, there you go. But if I then said, okay, so you want to do it in three years. So, you know, an average down payment on a house is going to be, you know, anywhere between 60 and $80,000. How manageable is that for you? and whoa like that's not a computer interface. That's a conversation.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's all of a sudden going away from sort of just raw calculations and saying, okay, like what's the wiggle room here? How much craft dinner do you want to eat to make that work for you? So, Ryan, when it comes to that time horizon, you've you've spoken before about the importance of time horizon, the amount of time someone wants to spend in the market based on their goals. When it comes to investing, how might time influence whether or not a robo advisor is the right call. Yeah, and Dave, I mean, I think that this
2: topic truly builds on our more recent conversations where we've talked about time horizon, we've talked about uh, risk tolerance, we've talked about asset allocation or where we should be investing. You know, a um, time horizon plays a big role when anyone is considering uh, investing. And of course, now is always the best time to start. If you've never done any investing or you're, you're sort of thinking, hey, should I get in the market? Absolutely, now's the time. Um, and I say that simply because it's a matter of just getting started. Uh, we, we have, uh, you know, everyone at different ages have different goals that they want to achieve over time. But unless we start, there is there is no value to the end goal, right? So uh, right. we gotta get going. But with that said, I mean, when we look at a robo uh, advisor versus a, an individual advisor, does time matter? Well, it does matter in how or what products uh, you choose, or it chooses for you, um, because it, it, it is very much predicated on the time horizon.
1: Mm. What about the conversation of money within money, of money within finance, somebody's net worth, right? How much money they actually have? How could that influence whether or not someone wants to wander down the robo-advisor road? Yeah, so this is where this is the complexities that now you're getting
2: into sort of the meat and potatoes of this conversation, Dave, because you know, um, when we have any substantial asset, and and that substantial asset is relative to each person, whether that's fifty thousand dollars, whether that's five million dollars. It right, doesn't matter. Right. Substantial asset is relative to the individual. But what is important to know is that when you're working with an advisor, a personal financial planner, or a personal advisor, whether that be someone from Sun Life or any institution, having a conversation about strategy, about use of that money, when we start thinking about estate planning or even any kind of retirement planning, when we start to look forward, once you um, have some assets, you really want to work with somebody who can help you uh, through some of those more difficult conversations or what I would say planning style conversations that's going to sort of really position you for the future. A robo-advisor, you know, uh, I'll. You know, I can say simply, and uh, is you know what? You want a little bit of mad money? You want to try uh, when, especially if you've got some assets, you just want to have a little bit of fun on the side. Great option, but uh, but once we get into that deeper planning conversation, you really need a financial professional across from.
1: Oh, I I like what you mentioned there, Ryan, about the possibility of sort of dabbling, dipping a toe, because I am not a certified financial planner. I would never tell anybody to experiment with their money and they definitely shouldn't listen to me, but I have this thought about somebody might dipping their toe and saying, okay, let's say I've got uh, whatever, whatever that substantial number that you talked about is, maybe I'm gonna take 5% of it and put it into a robo-advisor And let it run for a year and just see how that feels now again one year is actually quite a small sample size in the grand scheme of investing but i wonder about that toe dipping rather than simply saying i'm going all in it's almost like diversifying the kind of financial advice you're going to get
2: yeah absolutely david i mean let's let's be real here i mean when we get into a robo-advice uh, conversation, you know, uh, the individual needs to be a little bit more hands-on, a little bit more aware of what needs to happen, setting it up, making sure they're properly putting it into, whether a tax-free, you know, a sheltered uh, a registered account versus a non-registered account. So there needs to be some awareness. Let's start mm-hmm. there. There's a mm-hmm. bit of a baseline. Um, when do you start dabbling? Absolutely. You could say, hey, I want to take a little... Little bit of you know time and have some fun money and and learn this on my own and and gain some understanding because we cannot invest blindly um we need to know what it is that we're doing and and the robo advice certainly uh, they offer algorithms that help predict uh, models to help help you uh, invest, but um, but there is a little bit of re- more responsibility on the investor to have some awareness uh, because you can't just rely on uh, on uh, Terminator to uh, <laughs> you know put 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 your money in the right spots. You want to be able to make sure that it's there. Uh, so so I mean um, you know in short, I think you know anyone who's starting out. If you only have a little bit and you you know you don't think you really want to engage in a financial professional, you know what, maybe the robo-advice is the way to go. But once you start to build up an asset, once you start to build up a bit of a nest egg and you start to have some more complex uh, uh, needs... Then by all means engage a financial professional because that's where your strengths will uh, will really be bolstered.
1: <laughs> I always love that anytime there's an AI conversation, the Terminator comes up. It just seems so logical because that's what we think of. We think of Skynet. And, and Ryan, yeah. I I don't I don't pose this as a fear mongering question. But one of the things that might stop me from robo using a robo advisor is I'm not saying there's any kind of malicious intent inside the software inside these algorithms, but you just kind of never know and that doesn't say that a human couldn't defraud you either but it's just like that idea of what am I leaving myself susceptible to by putting my financial controls into the hands of a computer Wow. wow,
2: I mean, that's a deeper topic. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. But I will say, I mean, here in Canada, we do have lots of checks and balances in place. Uh, our federal system does have much uh, oversight over uh, what is available and what controls are in place for these institutions who do provide the robo-advice. So, I mean, yeah, it, yeah. it is a, a reasonably safe alternative, um, and, and in some cases, a cheaper alternative but it is uh it is something that you I do say if you're going to try know that you need to take a little bit of responsibility and understand what it is.
1: (laughs) And and Ryan, I think that's the ultimate theme of a lot of these conversations that I'm having with you. I'm always looking for this autopilot investing option, and you keep shooting me down, but I'm going to keep trying. I'm going to keep (laughs) trying to find this autopilot investing. Ryan, have a great day. Thank you for the insight on AI robo-investing in the financial world.
2: Thank you very much, Dave.
1: That's Ryan Bradley-Chin, a certified financial planner with Sun Life Financial. Coming up in 60 seconds, Alex Smythe has the weather report. But first, here is Canadian press reporter Laurie Paris with your Morning Business minutes.
0: North American markets were mixed, with Canada's main stock index closing the trading day with a small gain thanks to strength in base metals and battery metal stocks. The S&P TSX Composite Index added 72 points to 19,692. In New York, the Dow Jones Industrial Average closed up 13 points at 33,997. The S&P 500 index fell less than half a point to 4,373, while the Nasdaq Composite dropped at 34 points at 13,533. Shares are mostly static in Asia after China reported that its economy grew at a 4.9% annual pace in July-September, down from 6.3% in the previous quarter. Japan's Nikkei inched up almost two points to close at 32,042. South Korea's KOSPI crept up almost two and a half points to To 2,462. The Shanghai Composite Index lost 24 points to 3,058. And our dollar is trading overseas this morning at 73.31 cents U.S., up slightly from yesterday's close of 73.28 cents U.S. From the Canadian Press Business Desk, I'm Lori Paris.
1: Thank you very much, Lori. Here's Alex Smythe with the weather report. Alex, warm temperatures in Southern Ontario, but maybe a little bit of SOG monster on the way. Uh, Yeah, Dave, so I mean, yesterday
3: was a beautiful day in the GTA, I mean, it was sunshine, the high teens were out and about. But as we look towards the rest of the week, right before we get to the weekend, it's gonna be a bit more drizzly and wet. So the temperatures though are, are set to stay in the teens. So that's something positive to take with you as you make your way through the rest of the week, but it's going to be wet conditions. And this is all due to a prairie clipper system, which will bring rain and the soggy conditions through Ontario as it passes and makes its way eastward. So, uh originally there were also concerns that there would be another system coming up from the states from colorado but currently the projections uh are saying that it's going to stay south of the border so it's only the one system we need to worry about in
1: ontario and in the gta golden horseshoe area so and like, and, like, do, and like do we have to worry alex i don't think worry is the right word there like get your raincoat out get your umbrella
3: yeah, but you just want to you do have to be mindful of watching the weather, you know, seeing how you have to be out and about Dave, we don't drive we have to we have to take the public to slap.
1: Yeah, I got to slap. Gotta get your shoes wet. Got to get your shoes dirty.
3: Exactly right. No one wants that. But basically what this system is going to bring it's going to be some, um, some way uh, rain and some winds that will dance around the 50 kilometer uh, mark. So not too too strong, but still, you know, going to be noticeable. That said, once the weekend comes, it's gonna be moved on into either Eastern Ontario or into Quebec and it will be cloudy conditions with a bit of sunshine, but that warm temperature should still be in the area, so it'll be fairly pleasant as the weekend comes around.
1: Very good. A bit of a good news story there coming from Alex Smythe on the weather front, especially if you enjoy a little bit of wet weather. Coming up after the break, Nova Scotia Music Week is on the horizon. Halifax community reporter Milena Kazanavichus gives you the details. This is Now with Dave Brown on AMI-tv.